Welcome to the Bike Tour Adventures Ridecast. Uh, this is Chris Panaski, and right now my wife and I are doing a short bike tour from Ottawa to Quebec City and back. So we are into our fourth day, and today we rode from... We left Montreal nice and early, around 7.30. And we rode for about 60 kilometers, so we are kind of about halfway to Trois-Rivières, which is uh, three rivers in French. And that's where we're hoping to stay tomorrow night, either with a warm showers guest or in a tent. We um, There are some pros and cons of today's ride, or some goods and bads. Um, so let me just go over what happened. Um, I think the goods were, the good points were that SEMA found the ride to be extremely easy. So that was great. That was 60k at a leisurely pace, not rushing it. She didn't complain once, even when there was like uh, highway overpasses or train track overpasses. She didn't complain, she just rode them. And when I said, oh, there's a hill coming up, she said, no, nah, it's a slope. So I think that was a really, really positive development in our bike touring because it takes time for those muscles to start to strengthen and for things that seem so challenging to become so easy. So that was a huge, um, another really great thing was she still hesitant to sleep in the forest. So we did find a campsite that we could pay 20 bucks for, which is a little bit more than I was hoping, but it's definitely a cheaper end one. But we have hot showers, and they had a swimming pool, which was nice, and proper toilets. No, no having to answer the question. No one does a bear shit in the woods. Like, um, yeah, get to use a toilet. Um, we met some really nice RVing people, which, you know, I don't see the point. These guys are super, super set up. They, I think they're here all summer. They, some, they have decks, and some of them have railings on their RVs and sheds and full-on fridges. So, well, I mean, lucky for us. We have one couple we were chatting with, or I was chatting with because I speak French. They, uh, they said, if you need anything, just let us know. I said, well, would it be possible to cool down some of our beers in the fridge? And he said, Sure. Our fridge is in the shed, and it's not locked, so just put your stuff in there, and whenever you need some, just go grab it. Really nice. <clears throat> um, I think that's another positive, too, is that being French, half-French-Canadian that I am, and growing up in Quebec as a, as a child for five years, I'm pretty accent-neutral. I don't really have a heavy Ontario accent, and my, my Quebec accent's not great, but it's pretty close. And people recognize that I'm a French speaker and actually treats you nicer. So I think like a lot of times people are really nice to us because I speak French. And then if I explain that my wife's a foreigner, which to them is anybody who's not Canadian, which I guess is what a foreigner is, right? But I mean, uh, they don't expect her to know French. <clears throat> so they don't feel offended. If you're an Ontarian, so they'd be 
a little more like, well, why don't you speak some French? You're in our province. But anybody who's from other countries, they're just really, really kind and generous too. Um, some of the downsides. Ah, oh, more about the good sides. The ride. The ride was beautiful. It's flat. Getting out of Montreal, you there's so many ways to get out. But we decided to go to the north side of Montreal along the Prairies River and ride that all the way east, cross the bridge into Rapunzigny, and then about another 30 kilometers further is where we found our, our campground. I forget the name of the town, but it starts with an L. Um, yeah, one more good thing. Yesterday, awesome day with relatives. Um, my, my cousin brought over her little baby again. Seema gushed all day. Uh, that kid is super cute. Hardly ever cries so far. Been fortunate. Um, <clears throat> had some great Italian food. Can't go wrong with that. And just, just hung out with family all day. We took Seema's bike to a... Well, first we went to a bike shop so I could buy some things like a tube. Because they told me, we have 18-inch tubes and we have the ones with Presta. I went there. Of course, they only have Schrader. <clears throat> which are a little bit bigger than the rim hole size. And then they suggested that we drill the rim. And I said, okay. So I talked to the mechanic and he said, yeah, I can do it. I said, how much do you charge? He says, nothing. Once again, speaking French helps, right? When you're a bike tour. And uh, so we went home, got the bike, came back. And he asked me my name and number. And I said, oh, why do you need that? He says, so you can pick it up tomorrow afternoon. And I said, oh, no, 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 I'm sorry. We're leaving tomorrow morning, so I'll have to figure out another way to do this. He said, oh, okay, I'm sorry. I'm too busy. I have too many client stuff. And I get that. I don't expect special privilege because I'm a bike tourist. I'm just... Actually, I, I kind of expect less service. Because if I'm a local and I run... If I had a bike shop, I'd be taking care of my local clients first and foremost. Because they're the ones who will be repeat customers. And unfortunately for the bike tourists, you know, you're pretty low on that priorities list and it doesn't mean I wouldn't give them good service it's just I wouldn't I wouldn't bend over backwards for them I would you know like he did he said it, it is, it's got to be tomorrow afternoon I can't do it before that I said all right thanks for your time but I'll find another way so I called my uncle who we were going to see last night and he said yeah we have a drill I have a drill I have drill bits for metal so I brought it over there I prepped everything while he was working and when he came home we just done 20 seconds 30 seconds um wham bam thank you ma'am per se um then took a file and just cleaned off any of the burrs cleaned it up nice and neat and we were good to go i had like two nice looking tires or wheels unfortunately and here's where the bad things start <clears throat> 10k into our ride today we're on the uh going along the prairie river just north of Montreal, between Montreal and Laval. And boom, Seema's tire blows up right at the um, right at the, the wires in the wheels. So right at the most inner edge of the, the tire. Not the wheel, the tire. And so I knew right away what it was because I've had that happen on a road bike when it was going like 50 kilometers an hour and almost died. So I took off the tire and tube and fixed the hole and then I looked at the tube and I see this big blowout and 
I thought, well, there's no broken wires. That's a good thing. And it's not that big. It's about an inch, so two and a half centimeters. So you won't get that much tire tube sticking out. So I used some electrical tape, made a couple layers, and then I used some duct tape. Can't go wrong with duct tape, my friends. Always carry some in your first aid kit. Took some duct tape and ripped off a few pieces and wrapped it around nice and neat and tried to contain everything. Put it all together, it held air. Pumped it up. Didn't think twice about it, put maybe too much air in it. And Seema's riding and she says, Chris, it's making a weird noise. And I go and I check it and it's bulging out massively. Like, it's making a weird noise because it keeps touching her, her brakes. So I just took out half the air just gave her a nearly flat tire to ride for 20 kilometers and i said sorry Seema, um we'll be at the bike shop in 20 kilometers but an hour not half not no air but like you know it, it was a little bit soft but just to relieve pressure on that point and it worked so we made it all the way to the bike shop she didn't complain she was worried she, she went slower down hills because she thought it would blow again and it might have, but it didn't. And um, so I bought a new tire. Unfortunately, it's a BMX tire, max 45 PSI. So it is what it is. It'll have to do for this trip. And I'll try to sort everything else out when we get back to Ottawa in a couple weeks. Um, the second thing that happened that really, really, really sucks... <clears throat> just because it's such an expensive thing to happen, is I dropped my phone. I don't even know how I dropped my phone. I literally just kind of let it go. I was putting it on my quick lock or quad lock. And I think I thought it was clipped in and it was sitting on top of it and I let go and it just kind of went... And I was like, fuck, no, no. And I pick it up and the protective glass is cracked in a couple spots. And I can see that my screen is cracked in the, like it's got a little bit of a, like three, four little cracks in it in the bottom left corner. But I can't tell if those are spreading upwards. I can see one is spreading up about seven, eight millimeters, less than a centimeter. Mm. But I think that's the only one. I think everything else is in the protective glass. So I'm looking at this now as I speak. I'm kind of in this indecision type thing. I apologize for all the noise. It's, of course, this campsite's 50 meters from a road, which is not a busy road. It's called the, the Chemin du Roi or Boulevard du Roi, something like that. King's Road. The King's Road. And it's basically the first road that was ever built between Quebec City and Montreal. Back in the days when the only way to get between the two cities was to take a boat. And then they built this road and they called it the Road of Kings because, or the King's Road maybe, you know how it translates properly. Um, because maybe only rich people could afford a vehicle that could actually drive between Quebec and Montreal. It's like 380 kilometers. It's probably mostly people with horse and buggies, but yeah, man, it's an old road. Follows the St. Lawrence. Pretty nice. I digress. So I'm sitting here staring at this phone thinking, 
bugger my life. And obviously don't want to buy a new phone, so hoping it doesn't crack more and get worse. Just like to know if uh, if people are actually listening to this, what should I do? Should I should I take off this protective case, the the protective screen cover, or is peeling this thing off going to cause the damage on the actual screen underneath to to become worse? Like is it like gonna pull and tug and cause the crack to spread? <clears throat> or <clears throat> sorry, excuse me for coughs. Um, and if I do take it off, what should I do? Should I up my phone protection game from a standard OtterBox that I have to a, like a, the Defender series where the thing is like encased and, you know, I think there's a plexiglass going across the top of it. And I don't know, it's like this eclipse on and locks and it's got bumper protectors and all this crap. Is that the next move or... I don't know. I just I just don't know what is the solution. This is the second time I broke the screen. The first time it cost me $300 to fix. And I definitely don't want to spend $300 to fix this, but I don't have a... What does a phone cost now? $1,000 to buy a new good phone. So... At the moment, I'm thinking I just leave this slightly cracked screen protector on it, leave everything as is, hope it keeps working. Don't get it wet. And see where it goes from there. What do you guys think? If somebody's listening, people that know me or don't know me and just listening, and you have opinions on what I should do, post something in the comments. Let me know. Um, or if better yet, if you're a Samsung expert and you happen to live somewhere <laughs> between Quebec and, let's say, Toronto, and you're like, yeah, man, I could fix that for you. Just pay for parts. I'm on my way. Just let me know. Anyways. All right, guys. That's... Oh, my God. It's 14 minutes. Um, <clears throat> yeah, hope you're having an awesome day. This was our fourth day of the ride. Looking forward to tomorrow's fifth day. And by the end of the seventh day, we should be hitting Quebec City, which is going to be awesome because I have some cousins there I haven't seen in... I think one of them I saw in 2010, nine years ago, this, winter, this, this autumn or fall, winter. And the other two, I haven't seen them in, I might have to say, like, 20 years. Something like that. All right. Anyhow, see you later. Bye-bye.